Good morning, child of God, and welcome to the Daily Bread with Tuba. I'd like to thank you for taking your time to listen to the Word of God this morning. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the family. And in this family, we're on a journey of growth, dating the Word of God. Before I start, I'd like to say a word of prayer. Let's humble ourselves. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just humble your heart. Heavenly Father, we give you glory and honor and praise. We thank you for this day. We thank you for your love and listening to your favor. We thank you for the glory that shines upon us this day. Father, we pray even as we get into your word that you speak to us in a certain way, in a specific way, and change our life, change our minds, O oh God. Enlighten us, O oh God, and bring light. Let the entrance of your word bring light into our hearts and our minds. In the name of Jesus, I pray, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that after this, O oh God, that our minds will be changed, that our lives will be changed, O oh God, that we will not feel life the same way, but we'll feel life in a different way father i pray for each and every single person that is listening to me oh god that you may open their minds oh god that you may work through them in the name of jesus christ i decree that you may come and please holy spirit i acknowledge you I disappear, that you may come and appear. Holy Spirit, come and speak through me. For the words that I speak, they are not mine. I have nothing to say. The words that I speak are not mine, but they are yours. Therefore, use me and give me the tongue from orator to speak your word and deliver it the way you want it to be delivered. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. So today, um, the Lord gave me a word. I don't know who, who it is for. I just was asking myself, oh God, what, what word do you have for us this morning? Like, what do you want us to talk about this morning? And God told me about Proverbs 20 and verse 4. But before I read the scripture, today we're addressing the spirit of poverty. The spirit of poverty. I'll read the scripture. Proverbs 20 and verse 4. And it reads, the lazy man will not plow because of winter. You will ble- we will beg during harvest and have nothing. I'll read it again. The lazy man will not plow because of winter. He will beg during harvest and have nothing. So we're talking about the spirit of poverty. The spirit of poverty is a spirit that mainly attacks the mind. Many of us, when we hear spirit of poverty, we think of all those people that they are in a state where they are dependent on people or, or people that don't have money at the moment or people that don't have a place to stay, people that are poor, things like that. But mainly, it targets the mind. And it alters a person's thinking, driving them to a place of being lazy, therefore begging. And it is a spirit that literally attacks or affects about 75% or 70% of the children of God. This is the word that God was giving me. <laughs> so, majority of them, actually, majority of us as children of God don't even know that we're being affected by the spirit of poverty. We don't know. But the spirit of poverty is actually affecting us. Proverbs 20 and verse 4 says, The lazy man will not plow because of winter. He will beg during harvest and have nothing. So, it causes somebody to be unproductive in a place of productivity. The scripture here tells us that this person will beg during winter, beg during harvest. And harvest, people are reaping the fruit of the field. Yesterday, we spoke of unfruitfulness. And today, we're speaking about the spirit of poverty. Yesterday, we spoke about how it is better for one to die from a sword than for them to uh, die of hunger because the fruit of the field are not available. So, a lazy man will not harvest, will not plow because of winter and he will beg during the time of harvest 
because once we are productive it makes them to be dependent on others yet they have the ability to change and also harvest like them and i said that many of us are being attacked by this spirit and we don't even know it's attacking taking us in many different ways when we think of poverty we think of being in the place that is so low but majority of us are being attacked by the spirit of poverty and yet you're not in a place of low low lowness or in a place of you know where everything is just miserable but the spirit of poverty is basically attacking you slowly driving you to that place and though you have a job though you have a house though you have things you find yourself being in a place of of uh a place where you have pardon me a place where you have a poverty mentality and once you have a poverty mentality you drive yourself slowly and slowly into a place where you are literally poor One thing about the spirit of poverty is that it attacks the mind and can later cause death of some gifts within you. God might have given you a spirit of, um, a, sorry, a gift of business, a gift of uh, doing something, starting some entrepreneurship. But if you are attacked by the spirit of poverty and the time where you're supposed to set up things for your business to bloom, you are actually seated and lazy, then what happens at the time and your season of of harvest has come if you don't have anything so it causes some death of some gifts within you because you do not have the ability or you do not have the uh, vigor or the interest to work on the gifts so that it brings out something so therefore like yesterday it died it tends to die or is driven to a place where it is now as if it is dead though it is present and the creepy part about this is that the spirit of poverty uses humanistic will to function. It uses humanistic will. And humanistic will in the sense of when you have a mentality of I will do this later, I will do it later, I will do it later. The moment you have that kind of mentality, when you have a business idea coming to you and God gives you ideas and maybe you, you, you people use people around you to give you ideas and then you go like, oh, I will do it later, I will do it later, I will do it later. That thing allows a certain a gateway for the spirit of poverty to function because the next thing is that you do it later and you do it it leads to procrastination and procrastination is the mother of laziness procrastination is the mother of laziness the moment you go like i'll do it later it is your humanistic will for you to want to do it later and therefore it just creeps in there and the next thing you've been doing it later for the past six years driving you slowly to a place of um, being lazy and watching others harvest. The spirit of poverty causes one to always feel good about being helped. There's nothing wrong about being helped. Don't get me wrong. But there are people that actually always stay in the point of being helped at all times that they don't want to help other people. It makes you feel good it makes you feel good about being helped that everyone should just help you all the time because you need to be a liability see you don't need to be at the street to be a beggar you can be a beggar while you're in your job while you're working while you have your house 
you can actually be a beggar because you you have been driven by the spirit of poverty to that moment or to that stage where you feel so good about receiving, 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 receiving from everyone. There's nothing wrong with someone giving you something. There's nothing wrong with people helping you. But if it becomes your lifestyle that you're always being helped and yet you have the ability to also help others, then the spirit of poverty is actually attacking you, driving you to a place of you being a liability. The Bible tells us about this lazy man. This lazy man is a liability to those that harvest. He sits and he watches them harvest and wait for them to beg. There are certain people, I don't know why the Holy Spirit allowed me to say this, there are certain people that they also have jobs but they are waiting for another person's salary so that they can ask if they can be helped. It is wrong. That other person is also is put in hard work of which you also have an ability some it's so serious that some people actually are trapped in this spirit of poverty and they don't even know how to get out because they don't know how they got in mercy they got it mercy they don't know how they got into it but they found themselves inside it and now it's now a trend i'm in a group of friends I don't know why God is giving me this example. I mean, a group of friends, all of us are earning salary, but there's just that one friend that is always quick to be broke. And the next thing they're asking for everyone else's salary, their hand is always stretched out. At all times, they're always supporting you. There's nothing wrong with being supported, but sometimes you have to step up and, 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 and rebuke that poverty mentality that is driving you to a place of being a liability. A lazy person is always a liability to those that are around them because then they want to be productive, but the, the lazy man wants to sleep in the daytime. And in the nighttime that they plan to work, they're even sleeping again. I don't know who this word is for, but God is speaking to you today that pray against the spirit of poverty. You don't need to be a beggar and be homeless and be outside for you to be affected by this thing. Many people are affected by it. Wearing suits going to work every single day. Dressing formally, going to teach people every single day. They are being affected by this daily. Oh, I thank God that God has come to break certain bonds in mentalities of people this morning. Daily, we are being affected by this. There's nothing wrong with being helped, though. Just, just so you know, there's nothing wrong with being helped. But when you are in a place where you're supposed to be productive, and those that are around you that are surrounding you are productive as well, and it seems like when you are productive, then there comes a time when you now stop and you now start to need aid at all times, and that is an indicator. It's like the litmus test. For you to know that something is wrong. We are not built to be liabilities. We are built to be assets. When you are harvesting. All of you are in the same field. Gathering what you can gather. And helping each other gather what you can gather. None in the place of harvest. Is seated saying like. Can you help me gather that? And you are seated. They are doing something. I pray that God breaks this, breaks us free from this poverty mentality that is affecting us in every different way. Even in spiritual aspects, there are people that are being struck by the spirit of poverty. Your spirit is not rich. 
Although God has called you to be in a place of spiritual richness, but your spirit is not rich because once you get to a certain point, you are stretching out. Somebody should pray for me. Somebody should lay hands for me. Somebody should do this for me. Everyone is in the field and we are harvesting. But at the time when you are supposed to build yourself up in the place of prayer, you are sleeping. Therefore, you are quick to ask for someone to lay hands on you. Yet you have the authority to cast and bind. We see how deep the spirit of poverty is. It's not always about money. It's not always about money. It also affects the spiritual side as well. I've I've seen so many people. They have the ability to cast and buy things. But at all times, they will ask someone to look. Please lay hands on me. I have a headache. Please lay hands on me. I have this, this. Please lay hands I, I experienced this in my sleep. Please lay hands on me. I did this, this, and that. Please come and pray for me. I have this, this, this. Please pray for me. I have an exam tomorrow. Please pray for me. I have this, 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 this. But you have the ability within you to do it. The spirit of poverty makes you think that it is, it is okay. You know, you're having an exam tomorrow. You can go to Sister Tuba to pray for you. Or go to Sister Mary. Oh, you have this thing. Why don't you tell Sister so-and-so? It drives you away from the presence of God. If you, if That's how it is. It can drive you away from the presence of God. To the place where you find yourself. Like you no longer have koinonia with God. Because each and every single thing that happens, you do not acknowledge God. But you go to someone else to lay hands on you every single time therefore your spirit becomes weak your spirit becomes poor and your spirit lacks dominion and authority i believe that this is part one of of spirit of poverty i feel in my spirit that um god is yet to talk to us more about this and that i won't i don't want this podcast to be too long so i'm stopping here for today but I believe and I feel it strongly in my spirit that God is about to talk to us even more about the spirit of poverty because it's not only important for us to know about it, but how do we combat this spirit? How do we come against the spirit? How do we plan to battle against it? That is the most important part as well. Amen. I hope you are blessed by the word of God for today. I thank God for speaking to us this morning. He has changed some lives and he has opened up our minds. Please do be a blessing to someone else out there that is in need of this. They need to hear this. And and, and, and send the podcast, post the podcast link on your statuses, on your on your Insta feed, on your uh, Insta, WhatsApp uh, status, on your Telegram, whatever social media platform. There's so many social media platforms. Let's do that and let's do it for the glory of God. Until tomorrow, be blessed and stay on the side of the Almighty.